Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Hi, from the land that freedom forgot, females listen to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, am I uh, hot today. I'm spending all of my time dealing with towns like Edison, Bayonne, Stratford, and Jersey City. All of my time getting the lawyers and everybody lined up to help for all of this malfeasance and misconduct and civil rights violation. I'm thinking Stratford, all the way down, down, somewhere down there. I mean, they're in pork roll territory. Really? Yeah, pork roll. Yeah, I'm going to go over it in a bit. And, uh, of course, uh, Joe Danielson is back at it again, um, breaking another promise like we knew he would anyway. And uh, what else do we have is a bunch of articles came out this week about how the anti-gunners are now digging deep into the racist roots of gun control to support their arguments on why we need gun control. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even though for goes. the past 50 years they've yeah. said we gun people are the racists. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> ah, yeah. I'm going to be going over that in detail. But let's talk about some towns right now. Oh, and Brad Hendrick really helped me out. Brad J. Hendrick really helped me out with some, uh, if you're dealing with permitting abuse and stuff, he's given me some guidelines that I can share with everybody out there. It seems, Sandy, out of the 565 towns, in New Jersey, right now, from the data I've been getting, we have about 30 towns that just don't want to stop violating people's civil rights and legal rights and law-abiding rights. They just don't want to uh, give in. They don't want us to have permits. They, they want the serfs to stay down where you are, unarmed, unable to help yourself while continuing to let uh, you know criminals do whatever they want. Isn't that a great thing? It's the way they've operated forever. You see, they yes. sh- we, t- we said this many, many times, many, many years ago. There's going to come a time when the masks are going to come off and they're going to just reveal themselves and be proud of what they're doing. Well, here you go. Yes. So this is this is what we're dealing, you know, uh, with. Yeah, like. Oh, I can't even talk about this right now. This came through, but it just pissed me off. All right. So, <laughs> first of all, let's talk about Joe Danielson is back again. Remember when he was um, when he was testifying for these bills, he's like, anybody uh, can uh, get insurance. If you have homeowner's insurance, apartment insurance, or renter insurance, or anything. So, now, he's worried because... You know, insurance is going to be deemed illegal, and there's insurance carriers that will not write insurance for us gun holders, uh, carry permit holders. So he's introducing legislation forcing all insurance companies in New Jersey have to offer murder insurance. Don't you love this? They failed at one bill, so let's make a new one to make it worse. It's so Okay, but you know why he's doing this? He's doing this. Because he's trying to save Murphy's face because Murphy, that ugly bastard face, by the way, because Murphy in his first year in office, in his first year in office, he passed a law, uh, executive order, yeah. saying that you can't have murder insurance. Right. So uh, 
after that happened, you know, there's an executive order. Now, fast forward, his second term, their blunder is that it backfired on them, and now they want to offer, you know, the, that we have to have murder insurance. So who are you going to use? Let's use Patsy number one, Joe yeah, Danielson, right, he's, and he's, have him he, introduce the bill. at will. Yep. That we're going to force insurance companies to write this insurance yeah. that they're not going to want to write. Right. But it's going to help his boy. Okay, who you know, who's he's looking very presidential, so he's going to be presidential. And, and you all. know, the and the only thing uh, close to the pharmaceutical lobby in the state of New Jersey is the insurance and banking lobby, so that ain't gonna fly. Correct. You know, and like every one of our governors and stuff have all been uh, all been from Goldman Sachs, so we know yeah, what's going exactly. on there. Right. Exactly. Let's, let's face it. You know, let's face it. So they all suck and they know it. It's, it's all rigged. It's all rigged against us. So but, you know, because everybody's asking like Steve Zampino and stuff. He's like, I'm curious as to what a person is to do if they do not have or need homeowners insurance. It makes me sick to even live here. You know, thanks for what you do for us. Well, when you have a guy like Joe Danielson, he doesn't care because he's in the first tier. He's an elite. Right. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. He doesn't care what happens to the lower tiered people. Uh, so let's talk about some towns now, okay? So uh, <laughs> we got these towns that are just stepping on people's rights left and right, and it's really, really, really starting to piss me off, Sandy, that we that we even have to I know. We have to deal I, with this. I, I know. And, uh, After all you know, this, but we said it again too, right? They're going to come. New Jersey is going to come kicking and screaming into reality. Correct. So, Bay. Uh, excuse me, Stratford Township. Uh, uh, this is from Gary Ellison. Uh, he had a woman come to qualify, and the town of Stratford is requiring that your four references have to come into the police station oh, no, come on. and make a recorded statement before uh, carry permits are issued. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, Gary and Stratford Ellison is like a you know a town that's like what, Mayberry seventy five people in it. What the yeah oh, Mayberry? My God, yeah, it's just uh, this is unbelievable. So, yep. Yep, isn't that great? That and you would figure. I mean, traditionally, like South Jersey was more. Uh, if, you, if it, it was less blue, we can't say red, but was less blue. It was a little bit more conservative than anywhere you know above, say, the Raritan River. And the further south you went, I mean, we had uh, look at Van Drew. We you know, Van Drew was our friend for many, many years. And he was a Democrat from, uh, where was he from? Um, Camden County, not Camden County. Um, Wildwood, where is that? Um, Cape May County. So uh, it traditionally, what, is that? what What the hell has happened in New Jersey? Do you think that... They uh, hate us. I, I know. They absolutely, positively hate us and the curtain has been drawn back and i hope a lot of you were learning and it's funny because i have a ton of people coming in they're like the next time the pba or the fop or the local cops ask me for a donation i'm going to tell them they made me wait five months for my permit they made me do this they made me do that and i'm not donating now yeah okay yeah i that's what we should be doing and the departments that aren't doing that they should be rewarded that's how it yes. works, right? Isn't yes. that how it works? Yes, that's the way so, it should work. Good. Because New Jersey is filled with graft and corruption, and that's exactly how it should work. You have to play the game. You have to play it back the way they serve it. 
I listened to this one from Bayonne now. This I got this off of Reddit. Bayonne has a fake phone menu. When you call, it goes into cyberspace. Come on. They have a, they have a phone menu. Yep, that gives you. It says, you know, um, uh, since I applied three months ago, I haven't heard a thing. I called Bayonne's PD, ABC, and firearms unit to check the status. However, you'll hear two things in the audio. Thirty seconds in, the automated phone says the Bayonne PD will not provide you any updates because they hate you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At the end. They provide phone menu options to reach their office, but none of them work. Okay? So whatever you call, it doesn't work. And it was done on purpose because that's your tax dollars at work if you feel frustrated. So we're going to put Bayonne up there with, uh, with Stratford Press as well. Press forward and disconnect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but that's that's how they feel about that's us. Perfect. They're yeah. busy handling yeah. criminals and illegals, bitches. That's they ain't got right. time for you. They got bend over backwards. And then here's, some here's, here's a great one. College. Yeah. Yep. This is from Edison, uh, and this was sent in by Franklin A. And he goes, thank you for all you do for our community. Thank you for a great show. I finally went in to submit my permit to carry application to Edison, which I did everything with you guys from buying my firearm, NRA classes, range time, qualifications, pictures, notary, everything. Thank you, Franklin. Anyways, I called up ahead to make sure they expected me with the most desirable tone. The clerk said, you can come in between 9 and 3, except between 1230 and 1.30. <laughs> when we eat lunch. <laughs> I get there and I say, good morning. I'm here to submit my paperwork to carry the application, carry application. She rolls her eyes and goes to her desk, grabs a sheet of paper and reads the instructions. And she is going through my paperwork and she immediately looks up and screams through the glass. Why are you bringing this money order here? Who told you to bring $150 money order here? You have to pay it online. All of this without letting me get a word in. I told her that the state police page, the carry permit instructions say at the time the application, please submit the following along with it. And at the bottom, it says $150 money order to the municipality. I happen to have the instructions in the same folder as my package. Good, good. That was good planning, Franklin, because I was crossing everything off I needed. So I asked her to show me what page she was looking at. And she said, well, that is what we go by. And I told her, well, maybe that is an older copy. This is the most recent one from New Jersey State Police page. I told her I would just take my application back if she can't accept it, and I'll contact someone else who is more aware of what's going on. And her answer is, well, I can just take care of money orders anyway uh, since you're already here. Okay? So she made a big fuss also about all of those pictures because he had four pictures and he only needs two of them. All right? So she had to make a fuss about everything. Uh, they hate us. Yeah. A law-abiding, yeah. tax-paying yeah. citizen. And then she gave him shit because he didn't sign his mental health form and he pointed it out to her that it had to be signed in front of her and she slammed the pen on the counter for him to sign it. And these are the people who are the servants of the people? This is this shit has been going on in New Jersey for so many years. These curmudgeonly bitches behind the glass walls who have situational power, who really believe that they are in charge of the freaking world, and to this point have been the gatekeepers for the citizens who pay their freaking salaries. And but th the th thing I want to bring, go ahead. The most no, important thing is. How do you think they treat and talk about us behind our backs? Oh, yeah. If they're that nasty oh, to your face. Yeah. So, you so Franklin, it. where do you think your application went as soon as you walked right. out? 
Exactly. Right? That shit's not going to move for three months. Right. And right. no one gives a shit. And no one cares. And no one cares. And who do I have to blame but us? The people who vote yes. these assholes in and keep them there because you're protecting your pension or your or whatever other bullshit reason. Uh, oh, I am for abortions. And or whatever bullshit reasons you want to give, you are now getting it up the keister for all the votes you cast for this group of people who doesn't give a shit shit about you, your freedom, your nope. family, your life, or whatever, they're in charge and you are a peon. Yep, 100%. They could give a shit about us. But again, it's what they're saying behind our back and what they're doing yep. is the real truth be told. Absolutely. That's really where it's at. I'm glad so many people new to this game are having this awakening. See, a lot of people for years, we dealt with the nuisance of, you know, our FID card took three months instead of 30 days. Eh, it's not much. Now you're having to go to the police department and you're going to have an interaction with the clerks and yep. the police officers at the window. And this is the real test of how much they loathe you. This is the real test. So you're learning from this. So this one I got from this, this Jason. I got to tell you something. This guy is 48 years old. He's an 11-year Army veteran, and he resides in Jersey City, and he's trying to submit his paperwork to Jersey City. We had mentioned this before, and they told him that he has to come in. He has to make an appointment in May to come oh. in and pick up the carry paperwork. Oh, my God. He has to come in in May to pick up the carry paperwork to get it started. And he reached out to me, and he's like, is this the deal? And I said, no. And we gave him everything that's required for the state, okay? And uh, he has correspondence back and forth with this clerk in Jersey City. Now, we've had members that got their permit in Jersey City, but the Jersey City Police Secretary now, must it's either a new one or they're overwhelmed or they're inundate it so they're making up their own stuff which is totally illegal okay and the nastiness basically saying it gun for hire doesn't set the rules no other ranges or anything <laughs> sets the rules this is the rules this is what you'll follow and you'll like it surf peon jackass whatever so he still hasn't so i told him i said take that email and send it to your mayor and your police chief and every elected official and go to your township meetings and show them how you're being yes. treated right yes. that's the only so thing we got a lawyer got a lawyer to help him respond okay and uh basically this is what i took care of for him and this was written by an actual lawyer Good afternoon. Thank you for your response. While I understand and completely understand that the New Jersey's permit to carry process is new, the court and attorney general's office has set guidelines. With respect to the judiciary, the Honorable Judge Grant has passed a directive with, the, with respect to the new law. A4769. Judge Grant's directive, 14-22, is clear to all 21 counties that the court has 60 days to approve, sign, and deliver the permits. Please see the attached directive. And I attached the directive with our lawyer. So Jason went on to add to the secretary, while I may agree to an extension, it differs from Shell. You, as a law enforcement agent, should understand in legal terms, I do not have to agree to an extension. Therefore, my permit to carry 
application should be handled in an appropriate time limit. Having me simply schedule an appointment to pick up and turn in paperwork in two months' time is a violation of my civil rights, which, again, the inferior courts cannot themselves do with respect to Judge Grant's directive. Clearly, the court cannot do it, and Jersey City PD, who is there to enforce laws and not write laws, cannot do it either. <laughs> the Bruin decision is the law of the land, irrespective of opinions policy, which does not pertain to me as the people, but only to you as an agency. With respect to the Bruin decision... SCOTUS has made it clear that the people's right to keep and bear arms is not a second-class right. I am not arguing whether I should follow the laws and complete another background check for my change of address card, or even if I should be fast-tracked for my carry. I am simply asking the Jersey City PD respect to the inferior courts and municipal government and follow the rules set forth not only by SCOTUS but by the state of New Jersey, who has legislated that an applicant be approved for his carry and he or she follow the appropriate procedures and laws and you should also jcpd may have departmental rules but they do not apply to the people as the police enforce laws not write laws all actors of the court and law enforcement to include yourself swore to defend the constitution and this nation's laws last the new jersey state police has been tasked to list what is necessary to fill out in order to a New Jersey permit to carry and it is simply the items that are listed below and once it's completed I am to turn it into my police department or state police barracks if I do not have a police department thank you in advance for your response I await it how was that Sandy oh that's just wonderful so you know what she responded you can drop it all off your want but you should wait for the appointment in May can't guarantee anything so he's going over her head and he's going to everybody and he's showing everybody her response and his response and hopefully the town or county attorney or prosecutor is going to say go downstairs and say what are you doing yeah, yeah. what are you doing yeah Maybe the town attorney needs to have a copy of that and have to respond to it because they're the ones who are going to get the freaking lawsuit. We're working on it. Can you believe the balls of these people? That's how much they hate us? The balls of they, these people. This is a, an army military veteran, law-abiding citizen. Oh, my God. There is just so much shit going on. And it's not. It's really it's nonstop. It, it's it just, really is nonstop. Just, and we anticipated it, but to have to go through it is just ludicrous. You know, Jay Factor and his son Vaughn were up here the other day, and we were talking about all this. And uh, basically, we were like, with all the lawsuits and everything that's going on in the lower courts, March 20th, four cases, the Second Circuit, and April 3rd is our case. This is, this is all, most of it is going to go away. Uh, the only thing that's not going to go away is the belligerent person yeah. at the yeah. window. You're right. Right. That's the only thing that's not going to yeah. go away. And I'm going to ask our legal eagles, hopefully in another three months or so, to pick some towns like Jersey City or Bayonne or Edison. And l let's 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 finally do this. Let's sue. Yeah. A, a, sue the bitch behind the, the class. Let, let's let's yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. time. It's it is time. time. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're we're bigger fish to fry right now. We're not going after the low hanging fruit or anything. But but we, we really need a sacrificial lamb. You know, we really need somebody that we can, you know, 
Like if if we had somebody who was you know arrested and tried and stuff, when I dropped my application off at my town, I would drop it off with a copy of that article attached to it. Yeah, yeah. In other words, exactly. Hint, hint, nod, right. nod. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Municipal give me a clerk. hard time and make me wait. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, but I think you know Gary, who was a councilman of Riverdale. I think people need to go to their town meetings with this stuff. And they need when the police chief is there and the mayor is there and all the other elected officials, the freeholders, counts, whatever the hell they're called. I think they need to hold their feet to the fire and say, you know, this is the law. And you have a person at the window treating me like this. Look at this email. Look at the Look at the verbiage this person hit me with. I'm a veteran. I'm a resident. I I'm, was nothing but respectful. And the nastiness and vitriol that comes back from this person, the hate that it's no longer hidden. No, it's not. You know, it's no. straight out that no. they hate me. Yep. And, you know, and if there's anybody out there of color, you know, we'll use the racism angle because, you know, we know it's classism anyway. But what the hell if we can ride it? Every, everybody else does. Well, everything else is Enough based. already. I mean, we have to go back to the roots of these laws. And these roots, the roots of these laws is all Jim Crow. It is racism straight up. It has been well, since the beginning. It's all coming out now. Yeah it's, yeah, it's all coming out now. But meanwhile, while all of this is coming out, New Jersey has been working, Sandy, diligently on stuff. Senator Joe Cryan in New Jersey, because everything in New Jersey has been fixed. Budgets balanced. We have money in our coffers and everything. <laughs> he introduced legislation to ban baby wipes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are okay. you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah, because God. everything else has been fixed in New Jersey. We have a whale washing up on the shore dead every two days in New Jersey, and we're banning baby wipes. Yeah, this right. is this is important. This, just... this is important. We need we need to ban baby wipes. Well, they Meanwhile, ban plastic Phil bags. Murph. I I hate coming back to that state because you, every time I go there, <laughs> go to a freaking shop, right? I never have a bag, and and it's and I'm getting Correct. tired of buying the freaking bags from Shoprite. You know. You know, uh, Murphy tweeted the other day, NJ.com laid off a shitload of people because no one will pay their paywall. You know, it's like $2 a year or something, but nobody will pay it, Because it's a shit. Because you can't, at least with your paper product, you can wipe your ass It's government media. Right, exactly. It's government media. Yeah. Remember Murphy's first term? He was getting so beat up on NJ.com and the record, he asked them, and they, they disabled the online comments. Yeah, it's right. four right. years now. There's right. no online comments because of Murphy. Yeah. So J.D. Salant was laid off. Murphy tweeted, J.D. Salant is a reporter's reporter, a model journalist who mentored countless others and an incredibly good guy. His layoff alongside with those other NJ.com photojournalists is a short-sighted decision that diminishes our civil dialogue. Well, we already subsidize the media and the press in New Jersey. Murphy, why don't you crack open your checkbook? They're like your personal PR people anyway. Exactly right. Why don't you just pay them? Right. Lay them all off. Get rid of them all. Legacy media. Who needs this yeah. shit? Yeah, they were. Tra- he. Oh, he's been a. a you know, he. He has uh, uh, trained everybody under him to think like Pravda. That's great. Yeah, that's what they are. One hundred percent. It's Pravda. Straight yeah. up Pravda. Yeah. I don't give a shit about them. Uh, so if you're getting, if you're having trouble. Uh, what you're permitting stuff. I have a form. I can email it to you guys. Uh, uh, you can send it to, you know, Anthony at Gun for Hire. You can send me an email. But Brad Hendricks did this, you know, and uh, 
he goes, you know, dealing with permitting abuse, civil malfeasance, and writing a letter to your police chief and other elected officials. And, you know, first thing he, Brad writes is important. Before anything derails process-wise, everyone should have a manila folder and on the front be keeping copious notes of every step of their, you know, application, yeah. including when each step was completed, when filed or received, and any discussions or other communications. Hopefully you won't need it, but it's great to document everything. And there should be copies of all correspondence in there. And, you know, whenever possible, emails instead of a phone call. I see a lot of police departments, when they're screwing around, when they finally get their PP whacked, they're like, oh, in that email down in um, what Alex Fernandez was like, the, the police officer was like, call me at this number. Yeah, because they don't want it on right. record. right. He doesn't want an email back and forth, you know, yeah. that he's that he's screwing with your civil rights. But so uh, Brad says, first, always start with the licensing division. When communicating with your PD, do it by email or certified mail so that you have a paper trail. Certified mail will slow, will slow, well, you know, is slower, but it always screams something important or legal related. If you do it by phone, keep notes of dates and times and who you spoke with. All right. And then he always suggests openly uh, carbon copying strike force at org on the initial complaint or email or letter about any unreasonable delay. I get that. That's that's very smart. And Document if you make a phone call in New Jersey, you can do you can record that phone call as long as one person in that conversation knows that it's being recorded. It does, you don't have to get agreement Correct. from New Jersey is a one party state. Right. Only one party needs to know they're being recorded. And there are apps that can do that uh, for you. Correct. You know, but after a reasonable time has passed beyond the test statutory allowance and after you're getting nowhere with the permitting officer when trying to resolve the issue, it's now time to write to the chief and lay out our facts. This can be done email or certified mail. Even if it's via email, I always like to write a letter and sign and attach a PDF. Writing to your chief. Not always, but every often, the best and brightest and overachieving cops are not the ones assigned to desk duty firearms licensing. However, you do not get to be made chief unless you are the rising star of the department, exceed standards of policing, and got stuff done during the latter years of your career in a captain role. A big part of the chief's role is that, a, uh, that of a politician, so they do take matters that come across their desk seriously. All five of the letters I helped write got 100% resolution in 36 hours. Almost everybody I directed to email or reach out to the chief got resolution as well, except for uh, Patterson. Um, so, because the, the the chief in Patterson is always involved in legal uh, shit and being sued and suing people, so they don't have time to uh, they don't have time to govern. They're busy <laughs> suing everybody, and well, I don't want to say what else. But anyway, yeah, we won't say. Anything uh, else. You know, start the letter off with three to four sentences and introduce your, introduce yourself. Make it personal. How long you lived in the town? You're a law abiding citizen. Ask if they spare fifteen minutes of their time to listen to your frustrations. Uh, next, list your bullet points and your timeline and any be. You, you've received, you know, try to stay uh, as unbiased as possible and not say the douche down at the officer told, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't don't yeah, write don't like Anthony it, talks. Yeah, yeah right. You know, right. Try, try to try to try to be nice, you know, and then lay out the applica app applicable statutes and everything. You know, all of this is all available online, but this is a great way to get some resolution. And we have found it's it's been helping because, you know, once the you know, if I was a chief and I get a letter like this, I would go downstairs to records or I would have my captain come in my office and say, what's going on downstairs? I got these people yeah. contacting me, and the captain would be like, but, but, fix it. Right. Fix it. I don't right. want to hear it again. Right. Now, God forbid, if I do that, if I go to a town meeting next month and the issue comes up from the same person, heads will effing roll. 
Yeah. If I'm embarrassed in public. Right. Okay. So there's our plans of attack here. A lot of people are having a hard time finding the email addresses of the police chiefs. You know, they, again, public servants, <laughs> my ass. They hide. Exactly. They're all hiding. Exactly. And try calling the police department <laughs> and getting the email address. Good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, good luck. Good luck. There are ways to do it. Believe me. Get creative. Reach yeah. out. Listen, reach out to your mayor. Reach out to all your elected officials. Reach out to go to your local uh, headquarters or, or a meeting and stuff. And, and the police chief will be there. Ask him for his yes. card. The police chief Can is at every chief? council meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have absolutely. to be there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They have to be there. Okay. So that's your time. And any like Gary says, when you go up and talk, anything you say is on record. They have to answer it. It's on record. Right. It's being recorded. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Listen, we, we have to take this approach until a strike force or a lawyer has enough uh, time right now. Again, we're working on, you know, so much other stuff right now. We really can't jump on this, but we will be jumping on it eventually. And it's going to be good. I tell you, I can't wait until the first person's toasted uh, for being a jackass yeah, and violating somebody. You're violating people's civil rights. Right. You got to remember how right. that's going to look on your resume. Right. Lost my job at uh, Jersey City Police Department for violating someone's civil rights and was sued criminally and civilly. Yep. And lost my job and lost my pension. Okay. Now where are you going to get a job? You'll be a janitor somewhere at the local Walmart. And then try to explain yourself. Well, I was just a bitch. I didn't want to process the paperwork because we only used to process two carry permits a year. And now all of a sudden we're processing 600 and I don't like working. Right. And I hate those people. (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am. Which people do you hate? Those people. Yeah. (laughs) I hate those people. And I think you hit it right on the nose and you said, I don't like working. That's <laughs> yeah, perfect, ladies and. G- well, how much time do we have? Left? We are due for a break, so why don't we take it right now? Well, real quick, real quick, yep. stop using Discover cards. They're going to start tracking gun yes. purchasing uh, yes. purchases April first. April first. Support those who support you. Stop using the Discover card. Let's send a message to the other credit card companies. If Discover tanks. From gun purchases and gun accessory purchases. They don't need to be tracking our shit. What is this, 1938? Yeah, exactly right. Nazi Germany? They're going to track our purchases? Enough of this shit. Okay, let's take a break. Sorry. Diane Pruitt, founder. Guiding Reigns Equine Assisted Therapy for veterans, first responders, and their families. Another incredible activity that we've done we had them work in teams um, where they had to get the horses through the obstacles. No lead line, no touching, uh, but had them carry what we called a bucket of burdens. And we actually had them write on a sticker two goals and two burdens, you know, of each team member. And the goal, the only stipulation was that you could never set that bucket down and that you needed to exchange the bucket. Once you completed an obstacle, then I would hand it off to you. And we had like four obstacles. And so I observed and we watched this team go through this whole process. And when uh, it was a female veteran. She never let that bucket go. And once they completed an obstacle, we asked them to, to take a rock or go out and set it down the obstacle. Never unloaded a rock. Finished the whole activity. I asked her how that went. She said, oh, it went great. You know, the horse did everything. And, um, yeah, we feel like we really succeeded and we really feel good about it. And uh, she's standing there holding it. And I said, uh, you're still holding that bucket of burdens. And, again, it was... She looks down at the bucket and looks at me like I had hit her between the eyes. And 
it just again the tears started to flow and I said you carry it all she said I sure do carried all those dreams all those goals and all those burdens but would not hand it off to somebody else or unload it that's that magical part I can't explain you can help keep this life-changing and vital program alive for veterans first responders and their caregivers won't you please help 100% of your one-time or recurring tax-deductible contribution goes directly to transforming the life of a deserving disabled brother or sister in arms Let's not turn our backs on those who have given themselves to preserving our liberty and rescuing us from harm. Please join me and the scores of other veterans and first responders who are stepping up to help our fallen brothers and sisters. Go to guidingreigns.org. See what they're accomplishing and consider helping us save this program from extinction. Because if it disappears, so does hope for so many families just like yours. GuidingRains.org. G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot O-R-G. Gun for Hire Radio is brought to you by Marty's V-Burger. Voted best house-made burger by Vegan News Magazine. Go to martysvburger.com. Marty has locations in Manhattan and Queens. And don't forget to mention Gun for Hire for 20% off. Okay, don't forget about my buddy Marty at Marty's V Burger. Marty got his non-resident carry permit. New York City resident. He got his non-resident carry permit. To celebrate, go to martysvburger.com. Order some of his stuff. Uh, go to his restaurant or order stuff from his Queens location. Support those who support you. Did Marty get his a lot New, more New York people City carry permit too, or no? Not yet. He's uh. he's he, about twenty-two more years, and he'll get that. <laughs> the lawsuits are flying. The lawsuits are flying. It's coming sooner. Than- Remember, if you live in New York, NYTACDefense, NYTACDefense.com. Peter Tillum will answer all of your questions. Customers come in every day. I live in New York. What's going on? Join the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association and become a member of MYTAC Defense. It's the best legal defense fund you can get in New York City, and it's also the only one you can get in New York City. If you live in the 49 other states, you want U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. Both of those organizations use Gun for Hire to get a substantial discount. They are not homeowner's insurance. They are not liability insurance. They are not murder insurance. It is a legal defense fund. You will thank me uh, if you have it, God forbid, if you need it. Remember to buy Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino on Amazon. Also available at Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County or, of course, at Gun for Hire and Amazon and Kindle. Uh, the Quarantine Crawl, the page is being updated. 365 Pro 2A Businesses, Products, and Services, QuarantineCrawl.com. My doctor, Dr. Joe Sambatero, Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. Dr. Joe is not going to do a prostate exam in the radio studio. He told me he can't. So that's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. We were going to, we were going to broadcast it live. <laughs> Welcome to Gun for Hire Radio. That's how it was going to go. So just, just fantasize about it now. Optimal Health Wellness NJ, concierge medicine for a few hundred dollars a month. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey is looking for 12 to 18-year-old kids for small bore and air rifle competitions, L-A-K-E-I-S dot org. If you are in Scotch Plains, Zen Float Center, zenfloatcenter.com, Sharon and Chris Decker 
uh, salt of the earth people. Chris Decker burned his $500 gift card at Gun for Hire in about three days, by the way. Very nice. Sharon, you're the best. Our, if you go to gunforhire.com and click on carry permit link, it is the most updated. There are many, many sites out there that are not updated, ladies and gentlemen. Please just go to our site. All the information is there. All the help is there that we can possibly uh, support you guys with. So check it out. Remember to save the date, October 5th, 2023, Paramus, New Jersey, Friends of the NRA Dinner, North Jersey Friends of the NRA Dinner. Go to friendsofnra.org, events, find it, buy your tickets now. It's going to be at Biagio's in Paramus. Uh, Gun for Hire is a super-duper alley-ooper platinum sponsor. Anthony will also be the keynote speaker there. I'm going to learn how to speak for that event that day. Nice. And there's going to be tons of stuff raffled off, given away. Support those who support you. It's October 5th, 2023. Also, Sandy, you know, a lot of people from the conventions of states come in here. Remember we had a few of them on the radio show yeah, a while yeah. ago? Mm-hmm. The conventions of state want to get Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution uh, changed to grant power back from 1787, and I really believe in it. And they're having a meeting Saturday, March 25th at Town Hall. From It's a town hall at, from 3 to 5 at the King of Kings Worship Center at 3575 Valley Road, Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Okay, uh, And Bill Spadia is also going to be there. He's a radio show host. He ran for governor as well. And uh, if you want more information, you could check out Convention of States uh, and uh, get their information. They're going to send me more website information and everything, but it's a definitely a viable organization that all of us patriots should be involved. I also told them they can host meetings at Gun for Hire, too, so we can continue to spread the word. So let's talk about some racist stuff that's going on. Articles across the spectrum, Wall Street Journal and everything, have been popping up. For 40 or 50 years, the anti-gun left people have been saying that gun owners are racist and that once black people and minorities start buying guns, the Republicans are going to become anti-gun because we don't want those people to have guns. <laughs> now, we know it's, it's just projection. Always accuse yeah, those exactly. of what you were guilty of yep. doing, right? So now Gavin Newsom, New Jersey, New York, they are so desperate. The Bloomberg, the Giffords, the Anytown people, they are so desperate right now to try to get gun control held on to because post-Bruin, it's almost impossible to do it. They're in massive losing streaks right now in a whirlwind. They're actually pulling old gun laws that were applied to blacks <laughs> and saying, well, this is a good comparison so why we should have gun control today. And even judges are judges are shocked that they're pulling these laws out. George O sent me this. Cam Edwards it's because made an interesting they're, they're, they're comparison. They're blind to it, they, they see this as being okay. And it should ring true to everyone what who sees What did McKeon say? This. Do we really want those people to have guns That's in Patterson, right. Jersey City, That's exactly uh, and, right. and Newark, and Camden? Do and we he, really want those people to have guns? And it rolled off his tongue. It wasn't something that he of said course. tongue in cheek. At their cocktail parties, that's how they're talking. Exactly. Pretty soon we're going to have separate fountains again. Yep, that's right. So Cam Edwards made an interesting comparison between Bruin and Brown versus Board of Education. Wow. After Brown came down, 
Some states desegregate it without a problem, while others, through temper tantrums and hissy fits, enacting all sorts of laws fighting desegregation, and it took a good five years before things settled down legally. The same thing seems to be happening with Bruin and its aftermath. New Jersey, New York, California, Washington State, Illinois, and Maryland are all in their hissy fit stage. But in some states, things seem to be progressing more expeditiously than others. Uh, all right. So and that's a, a, a great comparison. Giorgio sent that Cam Edwards right on the spot. Check out Bearing Arms with Cam, Cam Edwards, Jersey na- native. I, I believe it. But the Wall Street Journal had an article and it said old racist gun laws entered entering modern day legal battles. And this the, the Wall Street Journal used to be conservative. It's moderate at best now. OK. Mm. And he and they wrote in the 17 and 1800 states across the country passed laws to keep guns out of the hands of slaves, free black people, Native Americans and Catholics. Yeah, right. Such right. yep, such discriminatory gun restrictions would be unconstitutional today, but they have entered the gun rights debate as judges look to apply the Supreme Court's decision last June that said gun rec- restrictions must be anchored in historical traditions. Thank you, Judge Thomas. Mm-hmm. In recent months, federal and state government lawyers have cited the historical laws garnering garnering a mixed reception so far. They have argued that racist gun laws are evidence of a historical tradition of legislative bodies denying access to firearms for public safety. How are you saying this? So it wasn't a public safety issue with white and Protestant people to have guns, but it was a public safety issue if white Catholics or coloreds or Indians had guns. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. It's so perfect. How desperate are they? Oh, it's How just desperate are wonderful. They? So the, the, the author goes on to say, some of these classifications, such as those based on race or religion, are abhorrent. Uh, U.S. prosecutors told the federal appeals court last fall in a brief defending the disarmament of convicted domestic abusers. They nevertheless showed that the framers understood that legislators could make such judgments to categorically disarm groups of people deemed to be dangerous. So wait, you're telling me that black people, Native Americans and Catholics were dangerous groups. And then the Justice Department says it is a distasteful but unavoidable argument, legal scholars say, a consequence of an upheaval in Second Amendment litigation ushered in by the Supreme Court's expansion of gun rights. Okay, before the Bruin ruling, the government could defend the gun law. Before the ruling, the government could defend the gun law by citing the importance of preventing mass shootings and other gun violence. The Bruin decision <laughs> stripped away that defense and substituted a test rooted in historic historical precedent. Government defendants must show commonalities between a modern gun law and statutes that existed in the 1700s when the Second Amendment and, and 1800 and the Second Amendment and the 14th Amendment were which made certain constitutional rights binding upon states were ratified. It is almost inevitable that courts will have to confront the history of racist gun laws, a UCL constitutional law professor Adam Winkler wrote in a recent uh, Harvard Law issue. In lawsuits challenging California's gun laws, the state attorney general's office submitted spreadsheets of historical gun statutes that it says are relevant to its case. 
Among, among dozens of racist laws it cited is a 1792 statute passed one year after the Second Amendment was adopted, dictating that no Negro or mulatto, except for housekeepers, <laughs> shall be able to carry a gun, powder, shot, club, or other weapons whatsoever for offensive or defensive purposes. So they're actually trying to use this to continue the gun control narrative, Sandy. It's perfect. But if you're a housekeeper, if you're a housekeeper, okay, <laughs> okay, if you're a housekeeper, a house you're, slave, you're good. yeah, if you're good, yeah, then you're you can, with permission, obviously you from your owner. That's right. That's with the permission right. from the guy who owns you. Yeah, you're fine. Then. The state also listen to this one. The state also referred to an 1883 Florida law enacted in the aftermath of the Nat Turner Nat Turner Bloody Slave, Rebell Slave Rebellion that authorized white citizen patrols to search Negro houses for firearms. <laughs> Anyone found in possession could be summarily whipped. <laughs> so now we're going to go back to whipping. <laughs> Carrying a gun illegal, 20 lashes, son. <laughs> this is great. I guess that's what Jersey City is headed for. Yeah, we're going to be whipping people. These laws are morally repugnant and would obviously be unconstitutional. The Office of California's Democratic Attorney General, Rob Bonta, scum, said in a legal brief filed with the U.S. District Roger Benitez. But these laws are part of the history of the Second Amendment and may be relevant in determining the traditions to divine his, its scope to be consistent with who could and who couldn't carry a gun. How are you using these arguments? How is there a positive aspect? that you're using yeah. these arguments. Yeah. Well, I do not believe the law-abiding citizens that are not cops, attorney generals, or politicians, or rich, should be able to carry because back then the Negroes weren't allowed to carry and unless they were a house servant. Right. How is this? Where is this parallel? <laughs> Justice Thomas. I, all I can imagine right now is when he's reading this, he's is this be guttural crying. laugh. Yeah, absolutely. He's got to be crying. <laughs> So my buddy, Kaz uh, Moros, who's a lawyer for the California Rifle and Pistol Association, when he got these spreadsheets of over 100 laws that California is trying to use, he says, Khan says, I was in shock when they first sent us these spreadsheets. Yeah, you would think it'd be like goes, something out of the onion, right? Right. He said, we found these racist laws and they were citing that they were clearly not relevant to the case. OK, he's like, this is all rooted in historic tradition of racism and slavery and disarming what they considered a lesser class of people. And this is the argument that the California government is trying to use. <laughs> it's so ludicrous. Oh, man. So uh, this woman, uh, Judge Berger who was not happy, a Judge Irene Berger, she's a uh, Barack Obama appointee from West Virginia. And she, she says she did not find these relevant. Common sense tells us that the public understanding of the Second Amendment at the time of its enactment, which allowed this for disarmament of blacks and Native Americans based on that perceived threat, you know, would have been accepted disarmament then, but not today. And she's African American. <laughs> Guys, I think you're using the wrong argument yeah, here. I think so. I, 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 but, I really but again, don't think that this you know, is the Democratic Party. This is the Democrat Party from from Jump Street. I mean, this is how it's always been. And we forget, we allowed 
the Democrat Party to rewrite history and buffalo and bullshit their way into telling people that they are the party that defended against slavery. They are the party, including Joe Biden, who stood there and said his argument was we don't want uh, uh, integration of schools because we don't, quote, want our schools to be a racist cesspool. And this is what you this is what you elected president, and there are people defending it on his side. Joe's not old. Joe's not a racist. No, he's a babbling buffoon who shits his pants, but and doesn't know. He's a racist, you know. But he's a racist, you know. But again, we've all we've discussed this a million times. It's morphed to classism. Yeah. So they look at us. We are now we are now the slaves and the American Indians and the Catholics and the people that they're allowing to have guns would be like the security guards, the armed guards for the elites. Yes. Right. right. The house servants. Is, That's yes. what it comes and down the house to. Servants, yeah. You know, Kim Kardashian's bodyguards can carry in California, but nobody else. Right. So so Cos Cosmoros from California Rifle and Pistol, the attorney, he wrote, he goes, the fact that we wrongly if it's certain groups from the people in the past is not an analog for restricting the people generally today. So our governments are trying to say, well, we restricted certain groups of people back then, so we should be able to restrict <laughs> certain groups of people now. And how would you how 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 uh, how effective was that? And what yeah, groups and, of people and, would but, you but this, who gets to choose who? Uh, but are remember, the, this this was an oppression on certain segments yes. of the population that the majority feared. Yes. Right? Yes, because up until that point, that we, they whipped and beat them. Correct. Now they couldn't as much anymore. As much, yeah. Okay, right. so they don't... Correct. But it shows that we have a history of racism, racism in this country, yeah. and it has and it is continue to be corrected. I mean, we've had... Catholic, we had second Catholic in the White House, right? Yeah. And we've had... Uh, Obama was... a. African-American, half African-American, but it's funny, but this is like their best defense that they're leaning on now because you know what it is, Sandy? With the original text in history, every analog has been used to this date with Heller and McDonald and Catano, and they have nothing left because now the judges are saying, well, give us something new, like Judge Bum, Chief Judge Bum is like, give us something new. So they're digging deep and they're digging into this stuff. But I got to imagine somebody sitting in a room going, wait a minute, we're really going with this? I don't know, know because A... They, uh, the people that they put in those rooms are the people who want to win at all costs, number one. And number two is, and I think more important, it should be swapped for number one, the fact that they do not see a problem with this. And it, sh- it is all telling at that point. It's all telling. And I, I'm going to really piss you off, too. See, there's another there's another reason why they they they, they want to go back to this, because back then, the slaves, the American Indians, and probably the Catholics. I don't know much about history that you know the founding of this country. I know it was all Protestants, but the the people that they didn't want to have guns were considered subhuman and property yes. to the elites. Yep. That's how we're viewed to them yes, today. Absolutely, the you way you're treated that. by the bitch on the other side of the glass. You are subhuman and yep. property. That's right. 
You are just a tool for that for right. the for the elites. You're here to, so that's to how work you have and to do pay it. your taxes to support me. That's exactly correct. How I see you correct. So subhuman and property is how we are viewed. Yep. Okay, and uh, it's a great time to be alive. To see Bonta, the A.G. Bonta, and A.G. Plackton, and, and Murphy, and Gavin Newsom, Newsom, to see them to dig this deep. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are the people that are the champions of, you know, equity and this shit and that shit. You know, we're equal for everybody except you subhuman pieces of shit down here. Right. You property. You, right. you people are, we're going to go, we're going to bring back these laws that were against Native Americans, Catholics, blacks, and mulattoes. Okay? Unless you were a house servant. Yeah. Then if you had permission from your owner, you could have an offensive or defensive weapon. Right. Whatever that yeah. may be. Otherwise, you're going to get whipped. Right. 20 lashes or whatever. That's how this is not deep going they have to, to go to, to, to cite laws against nature itself. Correct. Correct. But again, they have nothing left. So no. it's going to be interesting no. to see judges, you know, Across examination, it's going to be interesting seeing judges how they're going to have to handle this. Yeah. And then it's, is it going to make its way up to the Supreme Court? Are we going to have a major gun control decision based off of a 1798 racist gun law? You know what I mean? I, I, it's going to be interesting. Full turnaround. Justice Thomas is going to get a bite at the apple a second time, and he's going to get another guttural belly laugh from this. Yeah. I, yeah. I think. I, I really do. I really There's, think I that this is what we're course. going to see. Interesting. Interesting. So keep an eye out. We're going to be covering this more and more. Uh, all of you, if you're if you're online and reading anything, you're going to see more and more stuff cited. How all of these anti-gunners are, uh, you know, they're going to keep digging deep into their quiver uh, for these laws, and we're going to see how. Uh, I'm hoping some judges are going to throw them out and say, "Listen, there's no parallel here. There's no parallel here." Right. This is like saying your goat can't carry a gun because yeah. back then these people were treated like the, the animals were treated better than those people. Yes, they were. Let's face it. So yes, they were. to all my brothers in arms out there and brothers and sisters in arms out there of every size, shape, color, religion, sexual persuasion, I love you all. And I am so happy to be arm in arm in this fight with all of you and to watch all of this shit get knocked off of their elite pedestal. This is what it's all good. We're all going to be watching this. So that's some bright news after I had to deal with how we're, you know, what's going on, like in the state of New Jersey, how they how they hate us. Uh, I got a learning segment. You know how we talk about lockboxes all the time? Yep. You know, you, you can buy a lockbox. We sell them here. For, I think they're 40 bucks with the cable attached to mm-hmm. it. Well, a WWE star from somewhere. I don't read, I didn't read the whole article because I, I hate I hate this reading this stuff, but she went to Atlantic City, Sandy, and uh, she valet parked her car. Sonia Deville, okay? okay. Uh, I don't know who Sonia Deville is. I haven't watched WWE since I was 14 years old and I discovered girls. Right. Um, and uh, so, anyway, she she's from Tabernacle, New Jersey. Okay. And she's 29 years old. And she parked her car, uh, Atlantic City Valet Parking. And I guess the valet parker decided to rifle through her car to see what he could steal. And uh, she had a firearm, loaded firearm, in the uh, glove compartment. So he did the right thing to do. He called the police and had her locked up. Oh, nice. She was charged with one count of unlawful weapon possession. 
All right. And uh, so, uh, you know, nothing happens to the valet Parker who was, you know, now I guess through fruit, her car. Yeah. Uh, fruit of the poison tree, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that it was found illegally. Well, he was like an illegal. A crime. I don't. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't I don't know how this works. But uh, you while know, I was robbing you, I found this. <laughs> yeah, and I reported you, and, and now you're going to get arrested. You. Yeah, and now you're going to uh, get arrested. <laughs> you know, if you read my book, Crime Proof, you you probably wouldn't have had a gun in the glove box. Yep. You wouldn't even have your registration or insurance card in the glove box. Right. I keep my registration and insurance card in the Ziploc bag, and it's under the mat on the rear seat of my car. Because valet parkers will open up your glove box and take a picture of your registration or insurance card to get your address. Now, my registration insurance card is my... Uh, my range that's Mine my too. address yeah. for everything but but tracy's car is not and hers is under the mat in the back seat and uh my gps uh for home on the gps is the woodland park police department right. address yes that, that, ever since i've so known you somebody, i have this yeah. name <laughs> so uh i feel f- sorry for her because now she's going to be charged and you know they're not going to want to cut her a plea deal they're going to want her you know especially murphy and plankin now they're going to you know she's high profile wwe they know there's a lot of young people that follow that you know let's roast the shit out of her so more and more people won't want to carry so we can scare them oh, similar to what we did to the colors and the native americans and yeah, the catholics back yeah, then let's whip them let's whip a few in public and yep. the rest of them will fall in line that's for sure and if not we'll just burn a cross on their lawn they'll get the point exactly exactly we'll learn them we'll learn them man i'll tell you dealing with this shit is no fun but when you see where it's coming from and as you learn you know what i i I just i just love that more and more people are becoming aware of this and realize we didn't learn any of this in school and nobody's learning this today in school. That's so right. I'm just glad we have this and like the Gun Lawyer podcast to get the word out. And we do have uh, Reddit and we do have the other social media sites, the Firearm Syndicate and our two-way organizations, which uh, are so important uh, to get the word out and educate everybody. You know, it's so many people come in here from New York and, and they ask me questions. I'm like, do you belong to New York State Rifle and Pistol? No. Then they come in from New Jersey. Do you belong to NGRPC? No. What's that? Man. So we get them up. Get them up to speed. Uh, this is a great letter I want to share real quick. I got a bunch of them that, that have dust on them. Jay Factor was up here the other day. He's working on another history lesson, by the way. Dan Schmutter, obviously, April 3rd, court. We'll be having him on. Um, a lot is going on right now. The mag case, a lot is going on. Uh, the assault weapons case is also moving. And please, we still have time with the uh, with the others and the pistol braces. The uh, Mock versus Garland case is number one ahead, the FPC case. And Mock is a disabled Marine uh, that was wounded in combat that can only shoot with a pistol brace. Good. Okay, so let's see the ATF yep, win that one. Exactly. So, Anthony, thank you and your fantastic staff today. I qualified with Gun for Hire back in early July with a single gun. Ocean County finally issued my carry in late January. Six months, bastards. Uh, listing the only gun I qualified with. I decided to add a couple more today and was there. Uh, there. Uh, the only range to consider was Gun for Hire. I live in Point Pleasant and have two local ranges 10 minutes from me, but you are so active with the, in the 2A community, I decided to take my business back to you despite being over a two-hour round trip. Thank God I did. My first qualification went perfect. Second one, not so much as my slide flew off the frame on my next shot. Did it hit the target? 
<laughs> the range staff were completely helpful and told me to see if the on-site gunsmiths could fix it so I could take the qualifier over again. I was politely told by the counter staff where to go to find the smith, and if for any reason I could not qualify with that firearm, they would refund me my second gun charge. So I met with the smith at the rental counter along with two staffers who assured me they would help me get up and running. The smith had it fixed in minutes, and with a handshake told me no charge, and I was back in business. You kept passing by and interacting during my visit and half-jokingly told the staff to take care of me. I might have told them to throw them out, too. Yeah, it, <laughs> seems more, it, it means more than you know. I was put back in the qualifying group immediately and passed my second qual i saw you on the way out and had you sign a copy of crime proof all in all you and six of your staffers helped me way above and beyond my expectations not only was the best range experience i ever had but this is by far the best i ever been treated in any business ever i drove home overwhelmed with gratitude my day would have been over anywhere else you truly practice what you preach support those who support you Gun people are the best people. Your customer service should be a model to other businesses. Thank you again, sincerely, Reggie B. See, it's letters like that that keep me going. Reggie shared with all of my staff, and I'm not whipping them this Saturday. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Okay? No, they're not getting whipped this Saturday. Sunday. Thank you so much for that. Here's another one. Hey, Anthony, I've emailed you before telling you about my process of getting qualified to get my carry at your establishment and how wonderful your staff and business is. Today I'm writing to tell you about my experience in your gun store. I drove from Edison, New Jersey to your store because I believe in your saying, support those who support you. I bought myself a P365. Your employee, Cameron, helped me today with my purchase. I would like to commend Cameron. He helped me thoroughly and was very patient. You know it's not easy picking out a gun. I know. It's like women with shoes and purses, okay? The process was quick, and he helped me and answered every question I had. You have a lifetime customer in me. God bless you, Anthony. Noel R. Thank you, Noel. By the way, Cam was my youngest manager ever at 20 years old. He just turned 21 in February. So I love taking guys uh, from within and promoting them. He started here as part-time in retail, and now he's one of the assistant managers in the gun store. It's amazing. At 21 years old, Sandy. That's amazing. Uh, this is from John Valenti. Hi, Anthony. Always grateful for Gun for Hire and all you do for the 2A community. Getting to know you outside of Gun for Hire Radio and all you stand for has been a complete pleasure. Thanks for connecting me with Gary, and hopefully we can work something out. But today was another great moment at Gun for Hire when I brought my 14-year-old daughter to the range. Each one reach one. We did a lot of practice and, sh and safe handling of the handgun for months before this moment. Not only was she a pro, of course, she had one of the best times of her life shared with me. She came home and asked if we can practice more. Thanks for all you do and having such an immaculate, safe environment. Totally a great, fun family place. I attached a few pictures in case you want to share them on anything or just want to see what we did. I'm just a proud dad. Thanks, John Valenti. John, thank you. Connecting outside the radio show, John is here two or three days a week, sometimes four days a week. And, you know, I'm always out there accessible at the stools on top, and we, we talk and hang out and everything. And uh, uh, so that's how I get to know and connect with people because, as everybody knows, I go to where the action is. I'm always out on the floor with the people when, whenever I'm here, even though I'll run into customers sometimes. like, oh, you're never here. I'm like, yeah, I'm never here. Ask all my ex-wives <laughs> where I am. Yeah. Uh, ne never, I'm never here. 
Uh, this is a nice one from Alex Fernandez out in Roselle. I hope this letter finds you well. I want to take a moment to express my gratitude for the shout-out you gave me on your show. I was thrilled to hear my name mentioned and to have my situation brought to light on how I've been getting the runaround for six months. As you know, the permit was issued the next morning after I contacted the mayor and police chief. While I was in the visitor spot at the city hall, after clearly being ignored by the detective, hitting me with when I'm not here for six months. I hope the light that the show gets questions, the whole process is reviewed as it ever should, because it never should have gotten to this point. Once again, I would like to thank you for your generous support and for taking the time to recognize my struggle with everyone. I am grateful for the encouragement you gave me to stick a finger in the eye of the department. If you're ever looking for a This Happened to Me guest on the podcast, I'll always be available for some words and, and make sure that it doesn't happen to someone again. Uh, P.S. Sometime in March, I'm going to make the drive up to pick up a canic. The least I can do is give uh, the business back to your store. Sincerely, Alex Fernandez. Alex, there's something else, too. Make sure you're a member of the 2A groups. And as you get into the whole gun thing, each one reach one. Keep bringing people up to the range, uh, introducing them to shooting and break that narrative. That's a very big one as well. It's not all just about me. It's big tent, big picture. But you see six months run around. I advise the guy. He gets the chief involved. He gets the mayor involved. The next day, he gets an approval. Six months, no one was available, Sandy. Amazing. Six months. That's amazing. For, in Roselle. <laughs> I mean, it's the level of hate, yep. the level of loathing. It's amazing. Yes, it is. Uh, my buddy Carlos A. Anthony and Matt, just a quick note to tell you I finally got my carry permit, but they misspelled my last name by one letter. Uh, leave it until your renewal's up. I'm getting people, they got their birthday wrong their FID card number wrong, you know, SBI number, wow. uh, spelling their name wrong, address letters, putting a five instead of a J or an S. I mean, just the incompetence and stupidity. You want to know why, uh, Carlos, is because when they're typing this stuff out, they're typing it in anger because they don't yeah. want you to have it. Right. Right. They're blind with rage and anger that they have to give this to you, that they feel like it's their job to decide that you can have this or not. Like, did you notice the carry permits? The carry permits say you have the privilege to carry. Our carry permit should not say that Sandy Berardi was given the privilege to carry. No, absolutely not. Correct. That'll that'll be addressed. We this has been discussed in legal circles, but we can't address it today. You have the privilege of worshiping at the faith of your choice. Yes. He says, uh, I can't complain, though, because it was an initial concern when I was getting my paperwork notarized. My initial application in triplicate was printed, except for the municipal code, which I wrote in by hand. The notary suggested that this may become an issue. At that point, the whole process of getting my form signed by my references had been such a series of hurdles and inconveniences that I just decided to complete the notarization and submit the package and hoping for the best. Anyway, Carlos did good. 826, he qualified. 103, he dropped it off. And uh, his carry permit was issued 3-2. Five months, way too much, but he wants to thank us for support and guidance. Uh, the process will change during the renewal cycle. Everything will be online, obviously, again, uh, more and more. And uh, it's going to be uh, you know, quite good when we get it to that point. But right now, it's, it's a little tricky. There's too many people involved that hate us. And when everything goes online, uh, like the FID card and the pistol permit, it'll take out a lot of these people that hate us. And uh, that'll be a really good thing for all of us. Uh, Tony and uh, the staff, Tony and Vlad and and Jim and Will and uh, 
all everybody, Wayne, they're all working on a lot more uh, classes, by the way. And we are going to be having a gun for hire uh, urban mace OC spray course. Mm. And we are going to be having an urban uh, stun gun course. Nice. And the, curric- the curriculum is being finalized now, so it's it's going to be really, really cool. Our, uh, our use of force classes com- continue to sell out. You know, again, they're a couple hours long and question and answer and a test at the end. And all PTC certified instructors, most of them still teach in the academy. And uh, that course has just been widely successful. Our hemorrhage control class has been successful. CPR, first aid, AED. Um, the store, you know, well, oh, by the way, Sunday, uh, April 16th is the Atenzia pen and knife class, Very um, nice class. which is, uh, yeah, which is really, really good class. Uh, you should, and it's taught by the Atenzia Kali people. And um, if you're interested in, in coming to that class, you should sign up for it. Uh, we just ran, a, we're running a series of Glock shooting sports foundation class uh, uh, matches again, like over 60 people. And then we're going to start a 22 league again, and we'll go back into the, our pistol leagues we've been running. It is so great having four ranges and not having to shut down uh, for members or anything, you know, to have the flexibility to run classes uh, eventually we're going to have six ranges with the two upstairs i'm just not ready to do that yet the two ranges upstairs and the cigar lounge upstairs and the entire parking lot needs to be redone but that's uh that's a, a little bit of a ways out but the whole structure is built and all roughed in but uh i'm looking forward to it because you know f new jersey and uh you know whatever we can do to make this the the place to be for 2a in uh, northern new jersey and on the East Coast, and I couldn't do it all without the support of all the, our customers and followers. You know, not a day goes by I don't hear thank you for what you do, and thank you for um, you know, I you know support and you know support those who support you by by so many people. Kevin P uh, from the Village Green in Ridgewood, uh, he comes in and shoots all the time. Once in a while, he drops off some goodies, but uh, we're planning on going up there and, and eat. It's a real true farm to table restaurant the village green reg restaurant in ridgewood you should check it out it's a byob and uh, which is good for me because i don't drink but uh his food is uh phenomenal and i just you know joe from west essex jewelry jewelry store everybody on the quarantine crawl and um the new jersey uh firearm syndicate does this uh two-way tuesday thing i posted on it on this tuesday i told you about it already and uh, oh, everybody's been posting their businesses, and it's so nice to see who owns, you know, car washes and law firms and uh, accounting firms. It's, it's it's just great to see so many of us out there, and it gives me hope. You know, our numbers are growing. I see new faces every day coming into the store and buying guns, and people buying holsters. And you know, I get pinned with a ton of questions, which I love. That's what you know. Everybody's like, I'm sorry to bother you. Like, That's what I'm here for, though, right? You know what I mean? Like this is what we do. Ninety uh, percent of my job is information. You know, after hospitality, it's about safety here, and it's uh, it's teaching people. I get you know, I get people come in all the time. Like Reggie just wrote, you know, I get people coming. I went someplace else, and they were nasty, and I, they, you know, the the I tried to answer, answer ask a question, and they treated me like I was an ass in front of my wife or my kids or my. You know, I, that's we can't have that. That's been my mantra forever. You know, nobody forever. leaves unhappy, man, yep. and we have to each one reach one, and we have to keep spreading these words. You know, and again, not and this is ha- this is not by accident. Tent. No, none no, of this is by accident. No, this is thirty-one years of Absolutely. me doing this shit. Yep, yep. And I and I love what I do, and not a day goes by where you know we're not lassoing people in from different places, and you know, and so I got to tell you, so many gun for hire alumni bring so many new people in. 
You know, my cousin's visiting from South Jersey, and my sister's here, and my daughter's home from school, and she brought home two of her friends, and they never shot before. They're from New Uh, York State, and I brought them here. That's yeah. And again, if you got to have the clean bathrooms, you got to have the bright lit environment, you got to have the family friendly place, the female friendly place, and you know. Uh, you, you just got to have that vibe when people walk in. You know, hi, how you doing? You you greet people on the way in. You greet people on the way out. It's so fundamental yet so overlooked. Oh, yeah, absolutely. By so many businesses. It's just so fundamental but so overlooked. And, uh, you know, you know, the I, I get complaints. People come in. They're like, I went someplace else. And the first thing they're like, you buying or not? Or they ask to see a gun. And the guy behind the counter says, do you know how expensive this is? What the hell is that? This is 2023. If somebody's asking to see a specific gun, I can pretty much almost guarantee you they Googled that gun. You're damn right they have. And they know what so they what should doing? be You're paying ju- for it, too. Correct. They already know it's a two thousand dollar, three thousand eight hundred. They know what it is already. By asking, are you just too lazy to show it to them? So you want to say, do you know how much this gun is? What is what is that? They're making a judgment about the person standing on the other side of the counter. You should never do that. Are you buying or not? I love that line. You buying or not? How many times have we heard that over the years, though? I mean, from places that'll uh, go unmentioned. You gotta listen. Sales is an investment, and you're looking at customers as an annuity. That guy you spend six hours with on the first gun, he comes in three times with a list, right? Right. Then he buys the gun after six hours. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's going to buy four more guns within 15 minutes' time the next time he comes in. That's right. You you broke the cherry already. Yep. Now they're over it. Now they're over the new 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 the new stuff. They asked all the first time questions, right? right? And now, somebody took the time to help developed, them. Yes, you developed a relationship. It's all about cultivating people and making them feel comfortable. Male, female, black, white, whatever religion, whatever sexual persuasion. Who gives a shit? The more we, like I told you, as a Second Amendment advocate. When these one-hit wonders come in from the five boroughs and people in New Jersey that never shot before, and they're just coming in because it's date night or a birthday or, you know, bucket list or whatever, yeah. we, we want to win them over. We want, we want to turn a negative perception into a neutral or a slight positive. That is a win for all of us Absolutely. to change that perception. Yep. That's our calling in life as gun people. You don't just buy your guns and go home like a curmudgeon. You're out there and you're inviting people and you're showing people and you're talking to people. This is important, okay? We got to get that word out, man. That's what it means. It's so important. There's so much more to just becoming part of our, I'm not going to use the word culture, but being part of our group, part of our family that it's a mindset it's it's a cultural thing and there's so much more to it than buying a gun dusting it off and putting it in your drawer and there's a tremendous amount of responsibility that comes with it a tremendous amount of responsibility that comes with owning a firearm and with carrying especially now that you're finding out in new jersey carrying a firearm comes with a tremendous amount of uh, responsibility and what's good to see is that people are taking just that that the classes in um, in how to use, carry, store, and be safe with firearms are being attended as well as they are. That's exciting. 
Correct. Correct. I get all the time people come in. Oh, my God. Everybody here is so nice. Your staff is so good. There's nothing better. I love that. You know, I I, I love that. I hold the emotions in. But when people grab me, your staff. So we get our Google report. I just get a Google report yesterday. Uh, In the last like like week and a half, 30 five-star reviews. Nice. 30. Nice. 30. You're only as good as your people. I can't do that on my own. No. I can't do that. I can't be here, interact with 2,000 people a week and, and talk to them all and everything. That's, that's a direct, direct showing of me from the top down, but my staff are carrying that on. I'm here 60 hours a week or whatever, but I can't interact with every single person as much as I try, right? This is my people doing it for me. It, 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 there's no better feeling than having an email come through, a five-star review, or someone stop me in the hall, or like John Valenti sending me that email. Right. You know, this is this is what it's all about. Right. This I, I'm telling you, there's nothing more gratifying than than dealing with this all the time. So I got to say, I love you all. Yep. So support those who support you. Get your asses up here. The gun store is open seven days a week, 363 days a year. We have an entire left handed section. We got a ton of everything you need from fire extinguishers, fire blankets, all kinds of safes and storage devices, over 2,000 guns in inventory. We got a ton of guns coming in, Staccato, Master Dealer. We got a ton of Benelli's coming in, Beretta's coming in, uh, Wilson's, etc., etc. Support those who support you, bishes. <laughs> and with that, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counter media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which he did not mention, is available at the Sorry. every guns, every uh, uh, bookstore that carries good books and the gun shop, uh, bookshop gun range, also known as Gun For Hire where you might be able to get it um, signed when he's there no. from time to time. And uh, we love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama, where we dare to defend our rights is the state motto. I just learned that the other day. It's really kind of wonderful. Right? And it, it is a land of constitutional carry. So we love you guys. Jealous. Uh, <laughs> Um, we will see you again. God willing, Jesus tarries in the batteries. Hold out next week. <laughs> <laughs>